This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Hi, it's Jen DePlessis. Welcome back. I want to talk to you today about the power of a great interview on Facebook. You know, getting yourself sort of virtually on stage and getting some exposure. So there's a couple of steps that I want to go through. And, you know, it's not sequential. Well, it kind of is, but I, I just want to get my thoughts out. And I was trying to put this in sequentially and I was like, eh. You know, I just want to get the the word out. And so I'm not a Facebook expert. Let's just get that real clear. <laughs> I'm not an expert at it. I'm really good at it, but I'm not an expert at it. Um, but I want to give you some ideas because in my coaching with my clients, I hear all the time, and I did it myself, you hear all the time, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to, especially content. And I'm amazed that people can't find content. I mean, there's this thing called Google and all you have to do is Google something and there's content, tons of content, not just the factual content, but the opinions that people have. And truly, that's what you're doing when you're out on Facebook because you're just pushing out your opinion on a specific topic, you know, on a content. Um, I talked to uh, quite a few loan officers. I want to talk about this part, you know, loan officers and realtors who say I don't have the content. But and, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and include business owners in here, too. Every day you're asked questions, every single day. Um, in the lending space, you might be asked the question, um, hey, should I pay off my collection before I come to you as a lender? And that may not be uh, the best, it isn't the best thing to do. But that becomes a question, uh, a question uh, that you can answer on Facebook. I did a podcast called The Daily Digital Deep Dive. Go back and listen to that and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. But um, Yes, that's one way that you can do it. So this content is with you all day long. You are constantly asked questions all the time. So if you're a business owner and you're asked questions by your employees, like, how do we do this? And how should I uh, do? I shouldn't say this. How should I um, do uh, record this in QuickBooks? Um, this client called and asked, you know, do we accept X, Y and Z? All of that becomes content for you to push out in the marketplace as an expert in business, right? Saying, you know, hey, I just wanted to talk about this for all you business owners out there. You know, my employees have come to me over and over and over about QuickBooks. And one of the things I did is I learned um, QuickBooks myself so that I could teach them. And then I hired I hired a QuickBooks coach and I um, bought a software so that they could learn QuickBooks. And I just really, really encourage you if you're a business owner to um, teach your people really well on QuickBooks, right? So you can take that out there. It's just, it's just amazing. Content is the easiest thing to do. 
think about all the articles that you read on a daily basis. Think about the news that you're listening to. And I, you know, I love using the news. There was, um, I was doing a, a speech or um, a session at a, um, I guess it was last fall or something, and there was a hurricane going on, and I pulled that hurricane content into my speech, you know, saying, look, we're all, you know, we're all experiencing Hurricane Michael right now, and um, what I what I want everybody to do is kind of, you know, go up to that 30,000-foot view and look at that hurricane, because instead of being in the hurricane and, and struggling in your practice in whatever realm it was, um, let's take that 30,000 foot view and let's strategize about how we're going to survive this hurricane, right? So take these, take, um, news, you know, relevant news topics and, and bring that into whatever you're sharing with people on Facebook and, um, with content. And, um, just don't go political. I gotta say, I mean, just don't go political. I mean, there, there is a space where if you are a disruptor to, and you want the attention of, a disruptor in the political field. Now we all want to get attention as a disruptor, no question. But if you want it in the political field because you want to get rid of everybody else around you and you only want to attract those types of people, that is certainly fine. But just be aware of the impact that's going to have on your, it could have on your reputation, the impact, uh, some of the nasty grams that you might get back from people. So just be aware of that. So I would say neutral. Um, Okay, so number one I want to talk to you about is when somebody asks you, we all did this, right? When we all got on Facebook years ago and LinkedIn and someone for asked for a friend, um, we said, yes, 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 I want to be your friend. Now what I'd like to do is see people um, back that up a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if you all know this, but if you have a personal profile, you have a maximum of 5,000 friends allowed. I go over 5,000 about every three days. And every three days I have to go in and search through some people and unfriend people that I have no clue who they are um, or they have no relevance in what I'm trying to do right now. And that's the unfortunate thing on the personal side. On a business page, there's no limit. So I'm trying to get as many people from my personal page over into my business page to follow me there. Um, but in the future, what I'm suggesting for you to do to, to consider is um, when someone asks you to be a friend is to give them a homework assignment. And that homework assignment would be to ask them a couple of questions. You know, thank you for sending me a request. Hey, would you mind um, answering a couple of questions about whatever um, space they're in, right, or the reason that they, you think that they're linking with you? Um, the other thing that you could do is, you know, thanks for sending me um, a friend request, um, I'd like to have a 20-minute call with you. Let's pull these on online relationships offline and see if you do want to friend them. So you're not even saying that you're going to be a friend. You're saying, hey, let's have a 20-minute call and see why we should be friends. And what will happen is that they will self-filter out. They won't respond to you, and you can just de decline them. So, you know, if you're going to have these friends and you want people to follow you, let's make sure that the right people and again, that's going to give you content because they're going to say, why, why do you want to follow me? You know, um, so that's something really um, interesting and just a little tweak on that. Um, so let's get to the power of the Facebook interview. So first of all, you're tapping into your audience by doing a Facebook interview. And I think I found that there are three types of people. There are um, successful clients, um, you know, who are um, proud of how you're doing right. 
They're really, really proud of how you're doing. Um, since working with you, they've um, their income's gone up for whatever reason because that, you know, that proximity. Um, they want to tell you about their journey um, since knowing you. And so these are, you know, just successful clients that you've had or successful referral partners that you've had. So that's one category. Um, another category might be someone who could be a partner for you or a potential client for you. Um, and, you know, you're tagging and posting each other's uh, posts. That's kind of funny, huh? You're tagging and commenting on each other's posts. <laughs> um, or there's someone who just basically wants to vibrate off your frequency because they see you have a lot of clients or, or a lot of friends and things like that. Um, so those are the three categories that I would really focus on. I wouldn't focus on somebody who just thinks you're cute and, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, focus on someone who could be um, a potential for you um, as a partner, someone who could potentially be a client and someone who potentially uh, could be um, someone that, uh, you know, you could vibrate off each other's high frequency because they're just really well known. So I would recommend that you go Facebook live one to two times a week. This is a lot. And I was mentioning this before. This is something I did oh, this preparation, you know, that content piece that I was talking about, um, this prep that everybody wants to do. And I was talking to a partner of mine and um, he's an insurance agent. And he said, you know, Jen, you're really funny how you tell everybody to go do this. And yet you're talking about why you haven't done it. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I was going to wear my hair, take a shower, wear my hair straight one day a couple of outfits and then the next day I was going to curl my or the same day I was going to go and curl my hair and then wear a couple of different outfits the next day I was going to or then I was going to put my hair up and and wear a couple of outfits and record them all on the same day so it looked like I recorded them on different days and he said you're crazy I said I know because I tell everybody the same thing right so I said you know what I'm going to do as soon as I am done with this this uh conversation with you I'm going to do a podcast whether I like where I'm at like what I want to talk about, think that I look okay. And sure enough, I did it. So you can always go to my Facebook page and look up my videos and you're going to find me doing a podcast, sitting in my car, talking about the procrastination. I'm sorry, not podcast, uh, video, um, talking about the procrastination of videos, about doing videos. So it's pretty funny. And I would encourage you to do that too. Do a podcast on why you po you procrastinate. Doggone it, I keep saying podcast. Do a video on why you keep procrastinating about doing videos and you'll find, you know, and you'll talk about how you look and where you're at and what you're saying. And, um, you know, the more natural you can be, I mean, look at all the mistakes I've been making and us talking here right now. And that happens a lot. And I just, um, I think that's really super important to just be, you know, be real. Um, okay. So you're going to do a Facebook live. Um, you're going to do a couple things. Um, and, and I really think if you can do an interview of a colleague, I think that's even better, but maybe you do one Facebook live yourself and one, uh, interview. If you're going to do an interview, um, you're going to add, you're going to ask the person you're interviewing to, uh, three basic questions, right? The first is going to be to talk about their hero's journey. So tell us about you and where you were and where you are and how you got there and, what was the turning point? Um, number two is um, their content. What do they want to talk about? Are you talking to a restaurant owner? Are you talking to a financial planner? What are their best, um, 
you know, tips and techniques for their success or in their space, you know, what is their content and do not go over three things because you don't have a lot of time in a Facebook interview. You've got maybe, uh, maybe five to seven minutes, right? You don't want to go any further past that. Um, and then make sure that they have a compelling close. You know, what is the call to action? So, you know, so we've been here talking to Joe who owns this restaurant. Joe, what do you want to tell people as we close out this Facebook Live? Well, what I want to tell everybody is mention this Facebook Live and you're going to get a free malt, you know, a free shake. Um, you'll get a free dessert. So make sure they have a call to action um, so that people engage with them as much as they engage with you. So that's number one um, on the interview piece of it. So you're going to give them an assignment to be a friend, and then you're going to we're talking about the power of the interview or about you talking. So if you're going to be doing it, you're going to talk about your little hero's journey, perhaps a story like I've mentioned, um, you know, some content, and then um, a compelling close. You know, here's a good here's kind of a good one. I went to dinner last night. I'm, while I'm recording this, I'm in Anna Maria Island down in Florida. And we went to dinner last night with um, at a, a Mexican restaurant that my son just said, oh, we have to go, we have to go to. And we went, we went there, we got there, um, we felt pretty early. We wanted to watch the sunset and be outside. And they said it was a 25-minute wait, and we had our grandkids with us, and they started getting hungry. We started getting hungry and whatever. They said it would be a 25-minute wait. And, um, you know, the sun's setting, we're watching the sunset, we're watching other people come in and being set because they're a smaller party. And we started looking at the tables and saying, why can't you push the tables together? We asked that, you know, and the hostess was just unresponsive the whole time. And, you know, the kids are playing, the kids are screaming, we're getting frustrated. And an hour and five minutes goes by, and I am about ready to flip out. Now, if you know me, you know that I'm all about the customer experience. And the whole time I'm there, I'm saying, you know, they can improve this customer experience by saying, you know, listen, it's going to be 20, it's going to be longer than 25 minutes. It looks like it's going to be longer than 25 minutes. Would you prefer to sit inside? It's lo it looks like it's going to be longer than 25 minutes. Could we offer the kids a drink and you guys a cocktail? But instead, they ignored us which made us even more angry. And the hostess, hostess's back, the station, was that her back was to us. So she didn't have to look at us and see us all the time, right? And I started fuming and fuming and fuming because I saw other parties come in and get outside seating to be able to watch the sunset. And ultimately, we never ended up watching the sunset. We ended up sitting inside. And I wish I had that option, you know, and, and we tried to get her attention and she just kept ignoring us. And eventually I blew a gasket, uh, told her, I said, you know, you've completely ignored us. It's been an hour. We now want to sit inside and I am unbelievably unhappy. I need to speak with the manager right now. So when the manager came over, I proceeded to coach the manager on you should have this. My experience would have been that, and as a result, I will never come back here again. And I will tell everyone who wants to come here that I had this experience. And those kinds of stories are what, for me, it's not about being that nasty person. And I'm not a Yelp person, so I probably won't go on there, but it's not about being the nasty person about the Yelp. For me, that was a lesson in customer experience. That was a lesson in customer experience. There are thousands of things, not thousands probably, but there's probably a handful of things that they could have done 
that would have made that experience so much better for me. And it just didn't happen for me. And I, I want to share that as an experience, as a listen. Sometimes it's not what your process is, but it's what the customer needs. Don't give them what you think they need. You think they need. Give them what they actually want, right? Um, so those types of things are, are something you could talk about as well. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about um, is the image. You know, it's the brand, your brand, and your, kind of your brand as it relates to this as well. The brand is what people say about me when I'm not present, right? Um, so you want to talk about the quality and not the quantity of your Facebook posts and stuff. I know people that post so much that I have unfollowed them. I'm like, enough is enough. Okay, got it. I also know of a person who does a daily podcast and people have sort of turned off because they just can't listen to a daily podcast. It's just too much. So um, your brand is what people say about you when you're not present. So you want to make sure that your content is of um, quality and not just quantity. You don't need to be out there all the time. But when you have something very powerful to say, you want, you know, to be there. Um, you know, again, speak to to the people and not at the people. Be a shining light on them when you're interviewing people. You know, when I, when I was talking about the interview is you know, speak at, don't speak at them. I mean, don't speak. Yeah. Don't speak at them. Speak to them. Speak with them. Um, use, use the weaknesses of the person you're interviewing as well as a connection point. Just like I did in the story, use the weakness of not providing good customer experience as a connection point of that's happened to you too. And could you use that in your business and say, gosh, that's a really good learning lesson for recognizing and have increasing that awareness of the customer experience that people have. So shine that light on them and then um, ask them, you know, three top uh, feelings that they would like to have when they're working with somebody. Right. Um, and that could be with me, too. So, you know, I'm interviewing Joe and I say, you know, Joe, you've known me for a while. And, you know, so what are the three top things that you think when you think about working with me? What are the top three things that, that you think about? And let them bring those those up if you're interviewing them as well. If you want to shine the light on yourself, if you want to shine the light on them for that interview, it depends on, you know, what you're doing. I mean, this could be a client. This could be a partner. So it really just depends on what you're doing for the interview. But um, if you want to shine a light on them. So, you know, if someone were to come to your restaurant, Joe, what are the top three things that people love about your restaurant? So make sure you include that in there. And that's part of that branding. Right. Is it that that um, connection, that thing that they can touch and feel to that person, um, you know, I think that would be really, really super helpful. Um, if you're going to be doing your own, you want to have on a regular basis, you just want to have um, three core stories. So this is if you're going to do your Facebook post on your own or, you know, interview or your own live or you're being interviewed on something. You want to have three core stories that you always, always talk about. So that when people say, well, so tell us about you and, you know, stories are great to build connection to people. So maybe have something that um, is, you know, your hero's journey, like how you got from here to there. Um, something that happened and how you learned a lesson, um, an experience that turned into a lesson, just like I just gave. Those are great stories. Now, whether or not I use that story in everything that I do, probably not. Um, 
because I have better stories that I use um, that explain client experience or explain multitasking and things like that. But think about three core stories that you have in your life, right? It's sort of like a library of content, three, maybe five stories that you can think back and say, you know, I had this customer this one time and this is what I learned from that. Or um, my uncle taught me that or, you know, my grandpa or my father or my kids, whatever the case is. But think about, you know, three stories that you could you could do and they need to be. um it, it, for Facebook, they need to be three minutes or less. You can have them be longer stories when you're doing other types of things, but on Facebook, it needs to be three minutes or less. It's a simple statement, right? The, you know, of the, what I've learned, um, you know, how everybody else can learn from the story and use some phraseology like this. You know what, what I remember was, by the way, you should be using the five senses, right? Um, what I remember was the way that the sun show, had shone on my face when it happened or the way that I felt or that I saw a woman um, trying to corral her three unruly kids in a grocery store. Get people in that place because as I just said those three things, you felt the sun. You saw the woman. Um, so try to get the senses in there as you're saying, you know, in that moment I remembered. Those are, it's a good way to say that. And in that moment, what I remembered was this, um, incorporating those five senses, right? And that's sort of your experience. Now, so you have your three core stories, less than three minutes, you know, one story, less than three minutes that incorporates um, the five senses as best you can. Then you have three pieces of compelling content, which I talked about before, is, you know, having those, uh, the three questions that you're going to be asking and three top things that feelings that someone will get by working with you or working with someone that you're interviewing. And so have these three pieces of compelling content content. And it can be mixed, you know, matched with the story or not. It doesn't matter. Just three um, pieces of compelling content that you want to talk about. And then again, that capti captivating close um, an offer that you can give them an action step. You know, so if you have questions, give me a call and I'll help you walk through your mortgage statement and understand it. Um, if you if you have questions, um, I'm a great insurance agent. Send your insurance policy over and I'll let you know if you have your coverage properly. And if you do, I'm going to tell you you do. And if you don't, I'm going to give you suggestions on what you could do. Right. So really, really important to get those three things down when you're doing um, the interview. So hopefully that's giving you a little bit of, you know, a lot of a groundwork on how to prepare effectively for. Uh, Facebook interviews, how to how to get the right people in your circle in Facebook, you know, by asking the pertinent question uh, or two or three, you know, um, or having a 20 minute conversation before you accept their friendship and bringing them in for the right reasons, you know, as a client or as a um, game changer for you, because they have a lot of um, content and you can be part of their world or that um, they can be a partner for you. Interviewing people, making sure that you ask three questions, a hero's journey. Um, some content for them and then they're compelling clothes. And if you're doing it yourself, you're going to do the same thing. So get those stories going. Um, and then all on top of this, making sure that you're keeping your image and brand consistent, that it's all about the quality and the, the quantity of those that you do using your weaknesses to connect with people because then you're real. Um, and what kind of feelings people get. I mean, the customer experience is a feeling that people get when they work with you. Customer service is what you do for people or what you do, um, you do to people or for people. You provide customer service. It's such an old word now. Customer experience is how people feel as a result of working with you. 
that's what you want to hone in on. That is super, super, super key. So hopefully this has been helpful for you um, this week on, you know, really highlighting and um, going deeper with these uh, Facebook interviews and, you know, really for yourself getting on the virtual stage and getting some attention and exposure by being a disruptor on a consistent basis. So um, go out there and give a shot. And listen, if you give a shot, tag me. Tag me. Just tag me um, on it, and then uh, I'll know that you're letting me letting me see it. And if I'm confused about it, I'll IM you and say, hey, I'll private message you and say, hey, did you send mean to send this to me? But I'd love to see what you're putting together as a result of this. And you know what? If you'd like to um, interview me on Facebook, I'm happy to do that. I've done that several times. Give me a jingle. Uh, email me at jen at jenduplessis.com. Reach out through jenduplessis.com at my website. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy to, to be one of the people that you interview so that um, you can get started with this. So I'll catch you next time. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's Lifetime Membership Program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.